Communities across America have been open for business as COVID-19 vaccines started to become available at the start of the year. The largest in the nation reopened in a big way last week. For a resident of a U.S. territory that remains closed for the most part, seeing this state making a comeback has been fascinating. The reopening of California is the topic of this edition of That's It, That's All. You are listening to That's It, That's All with Sean DiMatato. You are in the right place. That's it. That's all with Sean Gumatautau. I am the host, Sean Gumatautau. The podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Get LLC. They are a women-owned small business specializing in consulting and specialty construction materials and supply sales in Micronesia. Do you need video production services? What are the best energy-efficient upgrade options for your commercial facility? Get LLC can help answer those questions and many more. You can find out more about them on the World Wide Web at get-guam.com. Please check them out today. Hello to those listeners checking out the podcast in Moraga, California. Also, greetings to those of you listening in Kellyton, Alabama, located in the east central part of the state. With each episode, the listenership is growing to include those now listening in Mesquite, Texas. Can't forget the listeners across my island home, especially those up the road from my home in Chalampago. Half a day to you all. That's it. That's all keeps in mind a very simple format. The podcast is designed to keep you company as you go from one end of Paradise Guam to the other. Remember to download the podcast as you jump on your desktop or laptop computer, that next gym workout, or just ahead of a road trip. Thank you to our friends at RedCircle.com and pushing out the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. Also, you can find That's It, That's All on the iHeartRadio app and Pandora. Like, subscribe, or follow the podcast right now on your favorite podcast app. Many are doing it, and we appreciate the input and support. Click those buttons right now. One of the great things about being a dad is being a college dad. This podcast is being recorded as my wife, Tricia, and I are sending off our third of five kids to attend higher education in the state of California, specifically San Leandro, California. We left our home island of Guam to the Golden State just ahead of their June 15th, 2021 planned reopening of the largest state in the union. I know other states have been open for a while. Seven states, Arkansas, Iowa, Nebraska, North Dakota, South Dakota, Utah, and Wyoming did not issue orders directing residents to stay at home from non-essential activities in March and April 2020 in response to the coronavirus pandemic. USA Today reported on June 17, 2021, that Florida Governor Governor Ron DeSantis suspended local COVID-19 emergency orders on May 3rd in the Sunshine State and signed a proposal Florida lawmakers approved earlier in the month that limits the government's ability to impose mask requirements and other social distancing measures used to combat the coronavirus this past year. Last month, Texas Governor Greg Abbott signed an executive order that bans government entities in that state from requiring face masks. Uh, Governor Abbott told Texas news media on March 2nd that it was time to, quote, open Texas 100 percent, close quote. 
and ended the statewide mask order, citing declining hospitalizations across the state as more people are vaccinated against the coronavirus there. Abbott issued a new executive order, which took effect back on March 10th, and rescinded most of his earlier orders, including restrictions on business occupancy and a July 2nd, 2020 statewide mask order. For California, Governor Gavin Newsom retired the color-coded tier system last week, that since 2020 had set occupancy limits at businesses and imposed other rules aimed at slowing the spread of coronavirus. Most businesses are now allowed to resume normal operations, and the state's mask mandate has been mostly lifted with some notable exceptions like in medical facilities, businesses, and prisons. A week ago, the California Occupational Safety and Health Standards Board approved revised workplace pandemic rules that allow employees who are fully vaccinated against the coronavirus the same freedoms as they are off the job, including ending most mask requirements. KCRA-TV in Sacramento reported that the revised regulations approved by Cal OSHA comes after weeks of confusion. The rules, adopted in a 5-1 vote, with one member absent, now conform with general state guidelines that took effect earlier uh, in the week last week by ending most mask rules for vaccinated people. This paves the way for what Governor Newsom said back in April, that all California schools should reopen when the new academic year begins in the fall. This reopening of California could not have come at a better time. In talks with my family and friends over the past couple of weeks and months, who all of those who live in California. This move was welcomed by some and troublesome by others. The LA Times is reporting that at its peak in January, the state was reporting 45,000 coronavirus cases a day. Now, California is reporting an average of fewer than 1,000 new coronavirus cases per day. That's according to data compiled by the Times. The last time case counts were lower was back on March 31st, 2020. In California, nearly 57% of residents of all ages and 72% of adults have received at least one dose of vaccine. In total, 14 states and the District of Columbia now have at least 70% of their adults at least partially vaccinated, achieving a U.S.-wide goal that President Joe Biden had set with a July 4 target date. Now, this talk of reopening has been literally months in the making. It is in stark contrast to the U.S. territories for the most part, which, despite the number or the high number of vaccines distributed to many adults in Guam, a July 21st reopening in the Western Pacific is still a moving target. And that is a big moving target as cases are up and down. Despite the rhetoric, life returning to a new normal is happening and happening very quickly in the state of California. The experiences that I have had over the past couple of weeks are a real example of that. From Northern California to Southern California, there is an attitude that the pandemic is in the rear view mirror to some extent. But with each outing, with each interaction, it is crystal clear that the COVID-19 pandemic is not going anywhere anytime soon. 
This podcast is sponsored by Get LLC, a consulting and specialty construction materials and supplies firm. Since 2012, they have provided valuable services to their customers across Micronesia and North America. Check them out on the World Wide Web at get-guam.com. They have a presence on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram too. Get LLC. Find out today how they can best serve your business's specific needs. I had the privilege to visit a number of different places during my time in California recently. Earlier in the trip, I went to Vacaville, California, just north of San Francisco, a sleepy town bordering a very busy Travis Air Force Base. Coming from pretty temperate tropical weather in Guam, the 105-degree heat there threw me back to my days at Cal State Bakersfield where such 100-degree weather was a norm for the summers in Kern County. Activity in Vacaville was pretty slow. Ahead of the reopening, Vacaville and most of Solano County was getting warmed up to get back on track. A restaurant there that we visited was working hard to take care of greater and greater numbers of patrons. Social distancing was practice, of course. A good time was had by all. Contrast that with a visit to a little hot pot restaurant in Fremont less than a week later. Traffic down Highway 880 in that state uh, was pretty okay, considering that it was near the end of the rush hour. The strip mall, where it was located, seemed very quiet, considering the dinner hour. Inside the uh, dining establishment, seats were distance, and patrons, including this podcaster, enjoyed the food. It was very, very good. In parts across Alameda County, getting back to business as usual was clearly putting a strain on businesses and residents alike. Dotted across the landscape in Fremont and places in between were so many shops that were shuttered up. A challenge for local municipalities and fodder for economists and researchers, I'm sure, for years to come. June 15 came and went. And as of this podcast, the activity has been stepped up a bit across the state. The reopening day brought me to the Oakland International Airport for a trip to San Diego. Getting through the Southwest Airlines ticketing counter and TSA seemed pretty normal. I witnessed folks who hadn't traveled in a while having issues across the entire process. The biggest issues of that day, though, was the airlines itself. Southwest Airlines had weather tech problems the night before in the warm-up and then more tech problems that delayed our departure at Oakland International Airport by about two hours, a glitch that affected two other national airlines on that day, on the reopening day. Not a great start. Car rentals, compromised by the pandemic. Went off-site from the San Diego International Airport. Prices a bit high, but expected when the supply is low. My first real go uh, at visiting a public place down there in San Diego was the Seaport Village. My wife and I, we were game to see the waterfront and the shopping complex up against San Diego Bay. Great weather, too. All across the 90,000 square feet, residents and visitors with some masks on and other masks off. Uh, Granted, some were exercising or doing some kind of related activity, but the mask mandates were taken pretty seriously that I could see. Many folks not wanting to compromise their businesses, especially those who own them. Even a hammock vendor who had been selling her wares for 25 years 
um, over there at the Seaport Village was cheerful and happy to talk up the products, and many hammocks were coming and going in and out that little shop during the time that we were inside. It was a pretty encouraging sight. More encouraging, though, was the little Italy area of San Diego. Up and down India Street, there were many shops that were open and more people in this area that we had seen on the trip to date. People in San Diego were very polite and seemed to enjoy the time. Again, in this, call it tail end of the pandemic, in this popular area of this Southern California city. While most restaurants were still adhering to pandemic rules and processes, others pivoted to make the most of the public health emergency. Outside seating, hand sanitizer, temperature checks, and obviously masks for all workers. Patrons respected the rules down there. And it seems so very odd at first, but adapting my understanding was so refreshing to all the residents down in San Diego. Now, up north in Berkeley, the situation was very similar. Shattuck Avenue, a major city street, was busy, but very slow in comparison to pre-COVID times. Whole buildings and businesses that were thriving before March 2020 were closed completely. Others, closer to the University of California campus, were doing pretty good. Students were seen coming and going throughout that day. A strong sign of things to come as higher education in California is expected to go back to face-to-face -face learning uh, a bit later this summer. Just like uh, Vacaville, Fremont, and San Diego, it was interesting to see Berkeley residents and visitors doing their thing. Maybe people watching is what we did more throughout our times in those great cities. Can't forget my reflection on these areas without mentioning my childhood home of San Leandro, California. Just south of Oakland, the DRO, as it has been affectionately known by my classmates and residents alike, was adjusting well to both before and after the June 15th reopening. Shops were closed in some cases. Many others, though, were open. Folks seem to be adjusting to new norms all across this major Bay Area suburb. Amazon trucks were everywhere. This particular image was a reminder that many used the retail giant in many ways during the past year and change or so. My dad mentioned to me that the Amazon trucks were seldom seen on his street, Timothy Drive, in the city. But since last year, the blue-colored cargo vans were seen up and down the street at all hours of the day, every day. Now, while we think that grocery stores, gas stations, and fast food folks can be the unsung heroes of the COVID pandemic, postal carriers, the UPS, FedEx, and DHLs of the world were just as busy in support of Americans everywhere. And yes, even the Amazon folks made life easier and were critical to survival in these uncertain times. From Manor to Davis Street to East 14th Street to Bancroft Avenue to Bay of Vista to Floresta, there was plenty of activity in San Leandro that friends and family say has increased because of the reopening. Plenty of pent-up demand in the city, in the county, and across the great state of California. My observations are probably not unique, especially to those from the seven states that have been open throughout the pandemic and the larger states that open sooner than California. One thing is for certain, though. This state is now open. California is open, and there is plenty to be learned from them in the days and months to come. <laughs>
This podcast is sponsored by Get LLC, a consulting and specialty construction materials and supplies firm. Since 2012, they have provided valuable services to their customers across Micronesia and North America. Check them out on the World Wide Web at get-guam.com. They have a presence on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram too. Get LLC. Find out today how they can best serve your business's specific needs. Since June 15th, those traveling inner island will no longer need to take a pre-travel COVID test and quarantine requirements were dropped in the state of Hawaii. Those vaccinated outside of the state will still have to test negative before flying to the Aloha state or quarantine for 10 days. The state will lift travel restrictions when 70% of its population has been vaccinated. Governor David Ige on May 25th said masks are no longer required outdoors. Uh, Ocean sports would again be allowed, and several counties in the state are poised to ease restrictions on businesses and gatherings. Hawaii restaurants and retail outlets are allowed to open for indoor dining at 50% capacity, 100% on Oahu. As Guam is pondering a July 21st reopening, territorial leaders can take a couple of lessons from California and other states that reopened in the past three or four months. First, using the science to drive decision-making is needed. The CDC, the Centers for Disease Control, has been very quick. Despite a rocky transition of administrations in January and most of February to issue guidance to get America open, states like California have even leveraged the resources of public health authorities statewide and the researchers across the California State University and University of California systems to help make the decisions to reopen the state. No one can say that there is a shortage of data or information to help support a decision to reopen. Incentives, though, they seem to be working for getting more and more people vaccinated. From Ohio to New York to California, the chances for cash or other items is helping their efforts for folks to get vaccinated. Heck, even McDonald's is now offering products nationwide to their customers getting their first and second COVID vaccine shots. Guam is using cars and money to get to herd immunity. As of this podcast, the Guam Daily Post reported on June 24th that on Guam, some 91,000 individuals have already been vaccinated just 5,000 plus shy of the 96,000 target by July 21st. 80% herd immunity is getting close in the U.S. territory. But incentives are only the start. Once herd immunity is reached, we will see a reopening of Guam. California and other states have reopened. Their numbers are high, but not as high as Guam's vaccination numbers. Yes, we are a smaller community, but one that can offer many best practices that can be used nationwide. Even expats from Asia are attempting to get vaccinated in Guam and help their own situations in their home countries across Asia and simultaneously highlighting Guam as a destination for vaccinations. And that bodes well for our already suffering visitor industry. Lessons are abound with reopening, and it can all be done well. Many in the Golden State 
admit that watching Florida and Texas reopen was motivation enough to not lose more economic activity than what is already lost, uh, been lost just ahead of the pandemic. Yes, it should be done, but done so safely. I think there is no question about that. From homes to schools to businesses, there is so much to take in that can help change behavior. It is already happening. Funny how our Asian friends responded over the past decade from the avian flu, the swine flu, and other disease outbreaks. America is doing its best, though many are still investigating the causes of COVID and how it made its way to our collective shores. Now, we should be reminded about the complexity of this particular emergency response and the recovery that's on its way, the recovery to follow. Communities in America were so used to the garden variety of disasters or urgent situations. Much can be said that we cannot continue to think of these events like this ever again. Very similar to how the events of September 11, 2001 changed America and the world relative to homeland security and the fight on terrorism. The COVID pandemic response has rewritten emergency plans from coast to coast. Resources and approaches are being adjusted with each passing day. Refusal to adjust will create more and more problems when the next event comes our way. Now, California and its reopening is still moving ahead, day by day, hour by hour. As its residents are adjusting, so too are visitors like me um, to this great state during these extraordinary times, and we're adjusting right along. Now, how long will this last? Only time will tell. Masks, hand washing, and social distancing are not going anywhere anytime soon. The reopening of California will help other states and the U.S. territories reopen and will help push America into a new time post-pandemic. That's it. That's all. If you enjoyed this podcast, download, press subscribe, or follow us right now. More great content is on the way. Talk to you real soon. The That's It, That's All podcast is produced by Sean Gamatata. Executive producer is Trisha Gamatata. Hit the subscribe or follow button and leave a review. Thanks for listening.